and welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown, and I am podcasting from Alabama. Just sort of speaking my mind all the time on here. How are you doing? How's it going? How's your day? Hopefully you're working towards all of your goals. Um, I kind of want to talk about some stuff today that I was going over some research because I'm sleeping more frequently. I'm getting deeper sleep because not having like a glass of red wine late at night. Um, so obviously I'm feeling deeper rest. And so I started researching like what can happen, like what can happen with getting more hours of deep sleep. And I learned something which I'm going to share and you may already know this. I found it very interesting because they're always, they're always evolving with brain science the neurons, the messengers of, brain, of the brain, coated with um, amyloid precursor protein, also known as APP, is then cut by enzymes. And sometimes this sets free a protein, beta amyloid, or amyloid plaques. And they're still, they're still researching why that this happens. But what they have uncovered, and this was discovered through the research of rats first of all. Uh, In the deep sleep phase, they have uncovered that an actual cerebral spinal fluid comes forth in deep sleep and like washes away brain plaques, as in these beta amyloids. Um, So they've done loads of research to try to um, counter this because this is what's associated with Alzheimer's And, of course, Alzheimer's can cause dementia. I know Alzheimer's and dementia are two different things. It's just that these beta amyloids or amyloid plaques, whatever you want to call these things, um, there has been many, many years of research on how to, like, get rid of these out of your brain. Um, And the the one thing they keep coming back to is that the deep sleep and... I'm sorry, bad news if you have trouble sleeping. I know that some of us do. Um, So about 2006, there was an investigational anti-amyloid called like solnazumab. I'm not going to pronounce this word correctly. Um, Solnazumab or whatever was invented. And what they did as a way to try to fight Alzheimer's, they had patients that were in early stages and they would inject them with amyloids to try to make the body do its own natural thing where it would attack the amyloids of the brain. And this did not go well. Um, Then at the same time, there was another one... I mean, these are the, I don't even dare say the names of these trials that invented the Bapazenezumab. I can spell it B-A-P-I-N-E-U-Z-U-M-A-B. I dare not say their names that did these trials, but um, it failed. Uh, in 2012, these failed to produce any kind of cognitive improvements, and they had to completely just shut these trials down. They did like different types of trials. Uh, The same names you hear attached to other vaccines that we're talking about a lot now. 
this was like a 2012 amyloid vaccine where they attempted to fight Alzheimer's and it was just like the beginning of a long timeline of sad failures in the progress to work towards uh, fighting Alzheimer's and this was something I just started learning more and more about. I knew a few of the things that they had discussed and I'd heard about some of these treatments that they tried and it did not work out. Um, but one thing that I didn't know is they keep coming back to the one thing that does work is getting lots and lots of deep sleep. Uh, and they even did tests on like people who were completely healthy and then give them one night where they didn't get enough sleep or just, they don't get much sleep at all in one day. And immediately they noticed an increase in these brain plaques or these amyloid plaques, um, kind of creates that fuzzy thinking or as Yogi Robin calls it, the brain fog, maybe. So now when people say they forget things, my first question for them is just like, first of all, staying in my lane as a fitness professional, I just say, examine how much are you sleeping? And before you, you know, try something like a medication, maybe examine your sleeping patterns and shut your phone off an hour before bed. Um, that can help. And I was on the, one of these last episodes talking about setting limitations for my phone. And sadly, that's not going to... I mean, I'm doing a lot better, first of all. Like, 300% better as far as time on screens. However, it is exactly how I do my business. Like, I accept classes on my phone. I promote classes on my phone. I share about classes on my phone. I answer questions about what is the class when people message me about the class. So it's, it's actually turned out to be a lot more challenging than I thought because I use all the platforms that I use to kind of get the word out, like tonight's belly dance. And I don't have any idea if a single soul is going to show up for that. Um, these last few weeks have been a very big learning experience. You know what? It has been one of those trials. <laughs> Just a real trial. Uh, I won't go into like huge details. I will just say, like, I've done a lot of self-examination. Of course, I've already talked about, like, the struggle with um, my dietary um, things, like making sure I do my meal prep. Because if I don't prep my meals, then I'm going to end up eating, like, after my 8 o'clock class I subbed, I'm going to eat some sad drive-through fire reward, which is basically garbage food if I didn't plan my meal. So, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a little bit of a struggle with the time management and running the business <laughs> and making time to, you know, do the things that I do. Um, but I will say I've, I've enjoyed the learning process because I've learned more about myself. Um, how I'm really like, I've got a strong will towards getting to my goals sitting down and doing these calculations of how I need 400 and something more hours to make it to my thousand hours of teaching. Um, I went to a wellness expo today, actually, and I sort of spread the word about like, who I am, what I do. 
um, yeah, it was, it was good. It was very small event, but I'm just trying to get the word out because the more people who know that I want to teach more yoga, um, funny thing, one of the ladies was like, Hey, do you know, blah, 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 this yoga teacher. And I'm like, yeah, apparently had a very successful retreat recently. Just a local yogi who used to teach around here. Um, I've talked on here about my failures and I know I don't need to compare myself, but I just don't know that. I mean, I love the fact that retreats are available for people, but that was one of my big goals. And I feel like my first attempt at it, I picked the wrong Maybe it's not that I picked the wrong venue. Maybe it's just that I went about it the wrong way. <laughs> or something. It was maybe both. <laughs> but the retreat I tried to host turned out to be such a big... Like, I'll just say it was a financial disaster. <laughs> because that was another one of the learning experiences that um, before I book a space, I need to make sure that I get some bookings or at least... At the very least, take the bookings a year ahead before booking or something. Um, that way I have the deposit and everything instead of everything just... It can it can go wrong on so many levels, right? Depending on who you're dealing with. And the, the venue I chose, they really worked with me. It was just a... It was just a small where it could have been a huge loss. Um, it still felt like a huge disaster because not a single person signed up and then they're like oh yeah so and so around the corner she had a very successful she just did an invite only women's retreat uh somewhere and I was I was actually quite fascinated and at the same time I was like um there I go compare like just in the back of my mind comparing like I couldn't even sell a single thing to my retreat like what I just think it's that I'm not, I'm not connecting the way I should. I do have connections, but um, I need to kind of follow the lead of the woman who owns the alpaca farm. She's like, you know, a retired journalist and she's really good at connecting. She stays connected. She stays really active in maintaining her connection with the community. And yeah, I just need to follow that lead because... I tend to be such an introvert <laughs> rather than outgoing. That's one of the things I did today, going to the wellness expo. Um, and I ran into the, one of the folks who does the marketing um, for the facility. Yeah, it was good to just sort of get out and get to talk to the, all of them and uh, say, hey, this is what I do. You know, give give my card out. I want to teach more yoga. And then I told the woman who had the successful retreat friend, I said, tell your friend if they ever want to have, you know, a yogi, if they ever want to open up a studio again, tell them to hire me. <laughs> because, of course, that was years ago that they had like, first they had a massage place. <laughs> and then it was like massage and smoothies and sandwiches. And then the same family later had like a yoga studio. And then, of course, that closed. It, like, moved, and then it closed. Um, like, the best. They were the best. You know what I mean? Like, of course, if they're going to do anything that they do, like a retreat, of course, they're going to have success because, like, they've always been the best. Um, yeah, so 
Maybe, maybe next time I'll get the invite, you know, <laughs> as if, as if I have the, if I don't have the funds, but I'd like to get the invite, you know, anyway, um, moving swiftly on, um, I spent about an hour and a half today consolidating more and more of my notes. Uh, I have all these Zoom lecture notes, and instead of having paperwork all over the place, uh, I've been consolidating two years worth of Zoom meeting notes, and that's going great. I went up to the gym and had two classes, and yeah, I spent some time in between classes, like going over the notes, and I would say that that Honestly, for me, that was a good mental health choice to kind of spend some spend some time studying and saying, okay, which of these notes are kind of worth copying into the Google Docs and then get rid of some old paperwork, lighten the load, going digital. Even though I love being an analog trainer, I'm like the only trainer out of all the trainers who's like still carrying around a notebook for every client. Like, got it right here. There's no way I could lose this. <laughs> and I've still got them all. If you've, if you're listening to this, if you've ever been one of my clients, I've still got your folder slash notebooks, whatever we had. I've got it. If you want to uh, start back, uh, I will say this old clients get the old price. New clients get the new price. How you like them apples? <laughs> That's my way of giving back. <laughs> um, anyway, so enough sass, enough sass. Um, I will say another thing about examining myself and every single time that I go into meditation and try to connect to any kind of energy that I feel is spiritual, I'm always reminded to remember that I'm always, you know, I'm always going to have room for improvement, but that doesn't mean that I should be like really hard on myself. I should be kind and loving to myself and my thoughts. That's one of the things that's behind the yogic philosophy, of course. And um, as I do make more space for being kind to myself, it makes it like easier to be kind to others, compassionate. And I think that's pretty much a great place to end it, actually, because... I'm always talking about give more compassion, give more love, find more of the loving part of yourself within. Uh, make sure that you're happy and healed. Whatever you got to do to feel free, that's different. Um, every single person out there, we've all got a different kind of recipe for wellness. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer to find it, you know, um, late bloomers, never too late. Um, making decisions throughout your day. Whether if you're talking about like getting lots of sleep so that your brain can function properly or making the right decisions with what you eat or just making the right decisions on what you do with your time. Uh, all these things, just making the right decisions. Um, don't let anybody steal your time, whether if it's like time you need for yourself to heal, to sleep, to eat, um, do what you need to do for you. And um, I saw this quote the other day, which I shared. Uh, so I'll share it with you. Uh, you're always going to let somebody down. And just like make sure that that person isn't you. Be happy, be healed, and be free. Thanks again for listening. Namaste.